You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai. What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. Oh my God, that's amazing! Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. I'm still quelling. Every Saturday morning from seven to nine a.m. on ESPN, seven ten, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. With a Walk upon the water. Well, there's someone in life who can walk on the water and look through the water and see all the fish that are swimming underneath it. And that's my guest right now. I'm so excited to talk to him, the great Michael Wexler and his partner, Michael Kassar. Thanks so much for joining me this early in the morning. I appreciate it. Oh, we're so happy to be here, doctor. Thanks for having us. Um, first of all, I want to thank Elijah at your place for making sure he called me in my office. You need to have some locks. You need to, before you interview Micah and Michael, you need to have this. And my wife and I ate it last night. And let me tell you something. It's not just because you're on with us right now. It is the best locks I have ever had on that whitefish. I don't know how you smoke it, but you know what, Michael Wexler? Having Kobe Bryant do the promo for this show and being in, in love with this show his hard work, his his passion, his confidence. I don't care what you do for a living. You got to do that, especially in your line of work. I want to thank Ben Lyons, by the way, ahead of time for putting us together. Take us back to the beginning, yeah. Michael Wexler. You and your partner, Michael. Where did it come from? What did your dad do for a living? Where did you grow up? How did the food business, like Cupid, shot you in the chest with an arrow and it made you fall in love with us? Take us through it. I, I, lo- I love the way you describe it. It feels uh, it feels so romantic. <laughs> uh, you know, you know I, I grew up um, here in Los Angeles, uh, born and raised in the Valley in North Hollywood. Uh, my family's actually not not in the food business at all. Um, wow. My dad was in uh, was and is in, in marketing and advertising. And uh, when I was a kid, he had his own his own advertising firm, and then eventually. He, uh, he got kind of bored of that and moved into the nonprofit side of the business and started working with all nonprofits. And, you know, he's always been a guy that really needed to fulfill his soul. And my parents always instilled in me, a, a, you know, very strong value of just, you know, find, find what it is you're passionate about and go after it, you know, harder than anything else in your life and just do your best at it. Uh, and so that's that's always been a mantra that I was brought up with, and you know wh- whether or not it's always it's always smart to be going after that passion or not is a whole other story we could talk about. But yep. that's um, that's the direction I went from from when I was a young kid. You know, I, I was always I was always into food um, and always had a real a real passion for it. And I mean, I, I started I started cooking um, and, and saying, oh, I want to be a chef one day when I you know when I was probably like ten years old. And I got my first job in a restaurant. We had a, a, like a, a distant cousin who owns a restaurant. The place has been around for a long time in L.A., Michelli's. And um, oh, wow. my dad was like, you know what? I have your, your, your cousin Joe Michelli. Let's go see him. Maybe he'll give you a job and you can hang out at the restaurant and, and cook a little bit. And that was the first restaurant that I ever worked at. And I just I fell in love with it on, on day one. And, and from there, just you know, went on to work at a lot of great restaurants in Los Angeles from Spago, Malise, or, you know, worked for Gino Angelini. Um, and then, uh, I met my business partner, Mike, when we were at college at Cornell on the East Coast at the hotel school. 
And we just had this shared passion. You know, he had grown up in New York, and we would always talk about let's open a restaurant together and let's do things. And that's that's sort of how it all started. Unbelievable. You know, only on this show will I somehow connect you with Tim Salmon, the Angel uh, player, and uh, Len Burke from Zabar's. But uh, it's it all makes sense to me. First of all, I was, I was loving they... that Len Berg story, by the way. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, it's, it's, forget about the fish. It's the passion. This is what you want to do. You want a career in life. You don't want just a job. And whatever it is that you do, you just want to bring that passion to it. Oh, and you know, just I agree. The guy go, the guy retires from probably a successful career when he's 65. He doesn't yep. want to move to Florida like most New York Jews do. Right. So I'm going to slice locks and day bars. You know, as a surfer, Bruce Brown, who was a good friend of mine, a patient of mine, who made a movie called The Endless Summer. And on sure. the movie, just says it right there, we're searching for the perfect wave. Tim Salmon, a baseball player, he's searching for the perfect swing of the bat. I guess you also, you're searching, just like Len Burke says, I'm searching for the perfect slice of the locks to make it Yeah, you know, it's, it's really interesting. It, it really spoke to me when he said that because – you know, so I, I come from an all-fine-dining background. I worked in, you know, Michelin star restaurants all over the world before I decided to be crazy and get into the deli business. And it was, you know, sort of uh, not exactly a, a direct path into it. And when I first started, it was actually very difficult for me because as a, as a chef, you know, especially in the fine-dining world, we're trained that everything is about the, the creativity and trying to prove why you've got more better in interesting ideas in your head than the next guy has. And when I started doing uh, Wexler's Deli, when we had our first one that opened at Grand Central Market, Mike and I talked, and one of the things that we said was, you know, we don't want this to be a chef-y take on a deli. We want this to be a real deli. You should eat the pastrami sandwich. You should eat the, the bagel and lox and say, man, this is the best bagel and lox I ever had, or I haven't had it mm -hmm. like this since I was a kid. And what that does is really removes that chef ego from the whole, the whole picture. And that mm -hmm. was really, really hard for me at the beginning. What I soon got into was this idea of craftsmanship. And I realized, and I, I would often liken myself to like a, a blacksmith, you know, that you would see in, mm -hmm. the, in the old times that comes in and he hits the iron every single day, but he's trying to make the more perfect sword or the better sword than he made the day before. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not a different approach that he's taking to it. He's just trying to hone his craft every single day. And once I started to get into that, that mentality is when things really changed for me and I really embraced it and really, really ran with it. And then, you know, that's, that's a mentality that we've bred throughout our company now, this idea that we're more craftsmen than we are cooks. You know, what, what Len Berger was saying of that, you know, Hey, I'm slicing the locks every day and I'm, I, I haven't gotten the perfect slice yet, but I know I'm going to get there. I, I'll know it when I see it. That is in a nutshell, the craftsman mentality.